welcome back to CMS Podcast. Y'all ready for this? Where we talk about all things emergency preparedness to help you and your family get ready for any type of natural or man-made disaster. This week's podcast is a little different, as you all may see if you're viewing us on Facebook or you'll hear in just a second, there's only two of us. So Keely is my co-host today and my co-subject matter expert. Welcome, Keely. Hello, great to be here. It's just the two of us. Yeah, it's just the two of us. It seems weird. We are so used to like just hammering other people with a whole bunch of questions that we've come up with that we want to know about their topic, but we couldn't do that today because the subject matter experts are, I guess, kind of us. Sakili. Yeah, it's us. We're the subject matter experts. Sakili's like matter of fact. It's it's one hundred percent. I like it. I like it. That's confidence right there. Um, We are going to be talking today about the Disaster Faith Network in Chatham County, which is a new initiative that SEMA has started, and it goes back to one of our previous staff members who really saw a vision, and our director who saw a vision of wanting to engage the houses of worship and faith-based organizations within Chatham County. Now, we know in general about 60% or more of people, when they're faced with tragedy, when they're faced with concerns, Um, issues in their life. They seek the guidance of trusted voices, and a lot of those trusted voices are members of the faith-based community. So we thought as an agency overall, we need to harness some of this power. We need to understand a little bit better of what kind of advice people are seeking um, with those houses of worship. If there's a disaster, if there's a tornado, a hurricane, how can we really step in and, and help those houses of worship fill those voids? Sometimes it's long-term recovery challenges. Sometimes it's, I just don't know where to turn. Where do I go for assistance? Where do I go for food? And a lot of times those houses of worship may be scrambling to find some of those answers or, you know, more than likely. And and what I've seen in the last five years that I've been at SEMA is those houses of worship, those houses of worship just step up to fill those voids. If their congregation says they're hungry, they open up their kitchen. If their congregation says, hey, we don't have a place to go, they open up their entire, you know, house of worship and say, all right, you guys can come stay here. That's just the epitome of of faith-based organizations. Keely, is that kind of your understanding as well? Yes. And as some of you might remember, I am in AmeriCorps VISTA. And part of the whole reason why I get to have this enjoyable time here at SEMA is because of this initiative to build the Disaster Faith Network, where we really want to build these positive, long-lasting relationships with houses of worship or HOWs so that we can connect to really be centers within communities that reach out to help people so that we are all can all be united in a goal and purpose to serve Chatham County, in this case, to help them be better prepared for disasters. That's part of the whole reason why I'm here, to help build and form that connection. So I'm really excited about the Faith-Based Summit that we have coming up and about the Disaster Faith Network or DFN and all the resources that we're going to offer and potentially all the new relationships that we're going to build. Yes, you hit the nail on the head there, Sakili. It's all about this relationship building. You know, we are going to put together workshops and seminars and and all kinds of summits uh, to help with our faith-based organizations. But really what it comes down to is we want to be able to call a house of worship and say, hey, you know, we've got a fire that's happened or we have a tornado that touched down in our community and we need to open up a shelter. Would you be willing to help? And vice versa, we have a house of worship that says, hey, 
we have a challenge or we really want our congregation or our membership to be engaged in an active shooter training or first aid and CPR, we can help make those connections. So it's really this mutually beneficial relationship where the government agency can help provide resources and that private nonprofit faith-based sector can provide manpower and resources that we may not be able to access as a government agency. I think it's a really good mutual benefit. And Sakili is right. She's She was brought here. Her VISTA position was created to help us create these partnerships and maintain these partnerships um, going way back pre-COVID um, from when we first had this idea. And then COVID kind of really slowed us down there for a while. Mm -hmm. Super frustrating. I'm still really excited, though. I'm looking I'm really looking forward to it. And I think just connecting with the different houses of worship is really going to help us discover potentially like any resources that we don't know that people need, but also like help us cover like the gaps because houses of worship like churches and synagogues and mosques are just so intimately connected to the community in a way that we might not be. So I think it's going to be really beneficial. I'm looking forward. I'm hoping people will come to the faith-based summit and just see all that we have to offer and all that we propose. Yes, we have mentioned this faith-based summit a couple of times now, and we haven't even officially introduced it. So let's do that. Um, this coming Friday, October 29th, 2021, from 9 to 4.30, we are hosting our third annual um, faith-based summit. So Chatham County Faith-Based Summit, it's going to be at the Coastal Georgia Botanical Gardens in Savannah. So right off of Cane Break Road, if you're familiar and it's a beautiful location. We're very grateful that they were willing. It's a UGA extension program. Very grateful for them to host us this year. And we are, we've got like a whole day planned out. It's gonna be a lot of fun, a lot of really great information. And our keynote speaker is someone that Sakili used her magical powers to be able to convince to come down. Sakili, you wanna explain who you convinced? Yes, I am so excited that for this Faith-Based Summit, we will be welcoming Director Marcus Coleman from the Department of Homeland Security. He is the Director of Faith-Based and Neighborhood Partnerships. I had to look at my notes because it's a long title, but there you go. Marcus, we're really excited to welcome him here because he has experience in everything from program management to national outreach. And he actually started off as an intern in the U in the House of Representatives, I believe, and then worked his way up to this position where he's just continuing to help people. And he was so excited and enthusiastic about coming here to speak at our summit, which is part of why I'm hoping we're gonna see this, this, this great audience to welcome him. He's going to talk about any federal resources that um, might be able to be offered to houses of worship and just other things in general. So I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. He's been, he's just pretty great and pretty cool. And I know he's looking forward to talking to the different houses of worship that show up. Yes, Marcus is the epitome of like started from the bottom. Now we're here. Like he is phenomenal. I've known him for the last five years that I've been at SEMA. It's seen him speak at several conferences. He is so dynamic and I'm so excited. And I, I assigned this to Sakili. I'm like, Sakili, see if you can get Marcus Coleman to come. And she's like, okay, I got this. And I'm not going to really get into the details of all of the things that Sakili did to convince <laughs> Marcus. I'm just kidding. 
Uh, it was a lot of LinkedIn stalking though. So if you're not on LinkedIn, I highly recommend it. <laughs> but it was, it was awesome. And I'm so excited that he is able to come and talk about these federal programs that exist. And he has said himself when we had our, our pre-meeting with him that his primary goal at this is his first speaking engagement as director of his agency. He wants to understand how things are done at a local level and how he can better support a local level at this, at this theme of response as this national agency. How can he support us at a local level? And I think it's incredible to think through this you know, federal agency wants to come and hear and yeah. see how Chatham County is doing things. I love it. I think it's awesome. Yeah, that's so that's so genuine. And that's part of the reason why we keep saying, oh, Marcus is so cool, because he's just made this really genuine effort to connect with Chatham County and the houses of worship in Chatham County and stress the importance of the DFN, uh, of the DFN, the Disaster Faith Network. And I think sometimes we feel like we're moved from federal agencies. So it's just really heartening to see somebody uh, put so much energy and excitement into this upcoming event. Exactly. Which there will be free food at. Yes, there is free food. Thank you, Sakili. That was fantastic. You get two meals and a snack. I mean, we are, of course, we're Savannah, Georgia. Of course, we're going to have free food and snacks. And we're not only the South, but we're also dealing with faith-based organizations who feed everybody at every event. So, of course, we had to have awesome food. It's going to be like that home-style cooking that mm -hmm. I really miss my grandma because she would totally make it for me. <laughs> um, but, yes, so very exciting stuff. Uh, Marcus Coleman, Director of Faith-Based and Community Partnerships or Neighborhood Partnerships. It's a long, it's a long title, um, but he is going to be our keynote speaker that morning. And then, of course, we're going to have elected officials that are going to open us up, talk about the importance of these faith-based organizations, and then the meat of our presentation, the meat of our workshops for the day. Session one is uh, increasing mental health awareness and instilling hope in these uncertain times. We recognize 2020, 2021, they have been very rough years for our houses of worship, really everybody. I mean, you've got people that are stepping into roles that they've never been in before with kids that are homeschooled and people working from home. And it's this really weird time in our, in our life, in our environment. So we're going to be talking about increasing mental health awareness and letting people know about resources that exist right here in Chatham County. If they have members of their house of worship that are struggling, that need extra assistance, that need help working through those different challenges, maybe you as a house of worship leader don't feel overly qualified or confident in your skill set, or you want to learn a new skill set, we are going to make sure that everybody that attends the summit is going to be qualified in QPR, which is question, persuade, and refer. It's a nationally recognized suicide prevention program to help people understand resources that exist in their area, question and ask the appropriate questions and get those people to the resources they so desperately need. So really amazing workshop that we're gonna be presenting right off the bat, talking about increasing that mental health awareness, which is something that's so incredibly important right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that first session as well. And again, this is a training that I took in, um, I think undergrad, but it's something that I'm really glad is like really essentially being provided to all attendees for free. You get this certification and it's a really valuable training, especially since no matter who you are, what experience you have, even if you're in a leader leadership position or not, coming, you know, face to face with like somebody 
who's thinking about suicide is just, it can be scary and it's a lot. So I'm really glad that we're able to offer that, especially considering so many houses of worship leaders are in this position where they're like counselor and leader and confidant. So this is a great, this is a great opportunity. I'm, so, I'm, I'm just excited about everything in case y'all couldn't tell. I'm just, <laughs> I'm well, I, I think you're absolutely correct, Sakili. And this is usually a workshop that costs quite a bit of money to bring into your community. And we're able to provide this to you for free. We have someone in Chatham County that's certified to teach it. And I think it's going to be a really good, a good learning opportunity for everybody involved. Yes. All right, so that will bring us to session two of our Faith-Based Summit. We have so much exciting content laid out. So during session two is when we are going to talk about getting your Houses of Worship kitchen prepared to help. I really like the title where it's preparing to help. Is your kitchen disaster ready? Because it just sounds so, I don't know, it's just such an action-y title. I, I really appreciate that. We're going to have someone from the Salvation Army coming and the Chatham County Health Department speaking to help Houses of Worship know if they're interested, how their kitchens can be prepared to assist during a disaster. And of course, so many Houses of Worship already lend their aid, like either just as food kitchens, either on a regular basis or on a holiday level or as food pantries. So we want to, again, connect with that resource um, when we can. So I'm excited about that too. I'm excited yes. about all of them. I'm gonna keep I know, I know. Sakili's just like, I'm excited about everything. Well, I think what's really awesome about this particular workshop or session is that you're going to see and meet the people that would be doing your health inspection for your kitchen. So you can go ahead and break down some of those barriers. You can meet them. You can understand what it is they're looking for. They're certainly not out to get anybody. They want to make this a seamless process but you have to weed out some of the challenges. So I'm gonna share a quick story. It's one that one of my good friends, Sam Watkins has always said when he, when he taught classes at the Red Cross, he said, you know, one time he was working a disaster and somebody brought in a bunch of chicken salad sandwiches. He loves chicken salad. He was super pumped about it. And she said, well, yeah, I, I couldn't find any bowls. I couldn't find any tubs that were big enough. So I mixed the chicken salad in my bathtub and he was like, what? Like it was, it was awful. And he's like, we can't use any of this. People don't think about this and they try to do their very best. And she had no malintent in her heart, but you cannot mix chicken salad in yeah, you your, bathtub. In your bathtub. No, you can't her heart. That. No, she just wanted to help. <laughs> she just wanted to help. But she was not doing it in a way that was safe and in a way that would really bring about some positive results. So we appreciate the support, but that's why it's so important to know what it takes to certify your kitchen to make sure that you are as safe as possible. So the Red Cross, or I'm sorry, the Salvation Army and uh, Public Health are going to be talking about what it takes to certify your kitchen to make sure that you have the proper training, that your staff has the proper training so that you never try to mix a bunch of chicken salad in your bathtub. Fun story. Good. That, that's a good rule of thumb. No chicken salad in the bathtub. No food that you're going to make for other people in the bathtub. Yes. Yes. Good rule of thumb. I like Good it. intentions. <laughs> uh, our, next <laughs> <laughs> our next session is emergency operations planning and shelter fundamentals. 
And that is actually going to be taught by some of our own SEMA staff. I believe director is Director Jones doing part of that one and also Seth Sawyer. So they are going to be talking about shelter fundamentals and like what it would take if your house of worship was interested in sheltering, how you would go about doing that. And again, it's that potential for connection, right? Where it's like this house of worship might already be doing that, um, you know, when certain disasters occur. Like I know some houses of worship in other places open their doors during the winter to the homeless because it's so cold out. You know, sometimes it gets below freezing in some places. I know not in Savannah. But again, it's an, it's an example of how emergency management agencies can connect with already existing local resources. So that's something we're excited about. We're excited to hear, you know, what houses of worship already do and what, what, what resources we can offer them to increase that reach. Yes, and it's also about you're talking about the liabilities of opening a shelter, how you can receive a little bit of protection, what that would look like. There, it's a really good conversation starter. If you have an interest in doing this, but you want to know more, this is your session. Also, if you've never thought about it, never considered, hey, maybe my maybe my house of worship or my organization would be a good place for a shelter, come listen. It, it costs you nothing to come just learn about that process and see if it would be a good fit for you. Seth will walk you through the entire process and make sure that you feel comfortable before any agreements are signed or you have any anything that you need before you're ready to go. But that'll be a good session as well. Kind of like a part two to, is your facility disaster ready? I like it. Yeah. I like it. All right. And then our final session for the day is going to be with Will Forrester with the Telfair Museum. So this may not seem like a, an immediate fit, but it makes a lot of sense once I explain it. So the Telfair is a, a nonprofit organization. They house artifacts and documents that date back to the beginning of the United States and the foundation of the city of Savannah. They have all kinds of amazing artwork and they have to protect it. A lot of our houses of worship, specifically in the city of Savannah, are historic or they have preservation challenges where they need to get documents that are all about their foundation. They need to be able to evacuate them or protect them during an emergency situation. So the Telfair, the director of operations, Will, he's gonna come in and talk about everything that they had to do over the last five years. When we think about the last five years in Chatham County, we had Matthew, we had Irma, we had Dorian, we had other tropical storms that decided to grace us with our presence. We've had multiple tornadoes. There have been many of opportunities to put in our emergency operations plan. Will is particularly proud of the Telfair's plan. He wrote it himself. He's very excited about it. So he's going to come spend about 30 minutes talking about what's in their plan, how they figure out who's going to do what and how it's going to work. And I think it's going to be really beneficial to people to, to see a physical copy of this emergency operations plan to kind of wrap their head around what is it that they need when they go back and write their own emergency operations plan. I mean, side note, I, I love the Telfair Museum in general, just like kind of a tangent, but I like going to the Jepson Center. So I know they have to have a good plan because there's just so much beautiful artwork and other fixtures in there. So that again, especially will be valuable to like the houses of worship in Savannah. A lot of these are really old churches uh, with very important historical, you know, architecture. 
So it's really valuable to have the experience of like people who work with similar things uh, tell you how to go about ensuring and preparing to make sure that none of that is lost or damaged forever. Absolutely. And something I'm that excited about that. I know. I know you're excited about it, Sakili. <laughs> something that we're working on in the future too is trying to work with houses of worship and figuring out what kind of insurance do they need? What is that? What does that look like if you're trying to insure property that's been passed down from generation to generation because it was the first African Baptist church or it's the first church in the state of Georgia? Those are things that are really irreplaceable. If that if something were to happen to that building, how do you build it back, but build it so that you don't lose that historical preservation? So these are all things that are on our radar that we want to help houses of worship with throughout our entire county understand and be able to build that resiliency and make sure that we are the best community that we can be. So we talk about emergency preparedness in this podcast and we talk about the importance of those pieces. Um, this is just a, a one piece of this summit is talking about some of this. We want to continue this relationship. We want to talk about hurricane preparedness. We want to talk about active shooter and we'll get there, but we need to start these relationships and we need to start with this disaster faith network to make sure that we are communicating with the right people at the right time. Yeah. And think about it. This, like I said, this is about building relationships and communication. If there's something that like we're not covering, or if there's a resource that you think your house of worship could benefit from that you think SEMA could provide by attending the, the summit or by connecting with us, we're able to figure out what that is and then see if we can get that to you. So even if maybe somehow this super awesome lineup of sessions does not line up with your house of worship's interests, talking to us and telling us that will help us um, improve for next year. And then the next year can be something that's more relevant to you and your house of worship because we just kind of have to, we have to guess and think, oh, what would, what would everybody be interested in or go off of past experience? But communicating with us will tell us how you want to be communicated with and what you need. Absolutely. So I'm excited about that. <laughs> yeah, I know you're excited about that, Sakili. Um, one last thing that I do think is, is beneficial to mention is that we are practicing COVID safe policies. So if you do choose to come to the summit on October the 29th, this Friday, please understand that we are going to be doing our best to socially distance people. We're trying to minimize the amount of people sitting at each table. Right now we're thinking no more than four. We also have extra tables that can be rolled out and ready and available. We'll be serving your food for you, so you won't have any anybody else touch your food. It will be in a, in a COVID safe environment. And then of course, masks are required. So if you have questions about the safety of attending this event, or if you have questions about our COVID policies, please reach out. Also, we would love for you to register ahead of time so that we can make sure that we have food and snacks and drinks for you. Um, you're also welcome to show up that day. Um, it's going to be reminder, October 29th from 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m., Come for as much or as little as you would like to. Um, our agenda can be found online at www.chathamemergency.org. If you scroll down about midway, you'll see a nice faith-based summit icon. You'll be able to click on that. That will let you register. That will let you see some of the information that Sakili and I shared today. All kinds of incredible information ready for you. And we want to hear from you. So even if you just want to call and talk to Sakili and I, Sakili is excited to talk to you, right, Sakili? I'm excited about that. <laughs> I know you are. I know you are. All right, Sakili, anything else you want to mention? 
Um, not really. Just come to the beautiful coastal botanical gardens, guys. Come get the free food. Come walk in the gardens. Come talk to us. Come tell us what we can do for you. Let's build some positive relationships and get Chatham County more prepared. All right. That's beautiful. Leave it to the Vista to talk about the free food, but I love it. And <laughs> yes, please come get prepared. Come build those relationships, build those partnerships, and let us make a more resilient Chatham County. All right. Until next time, our podcasters. Bye.